this situation that we're dis discussing, which is a kind of tradition of how you do business from a policy point of view about issues like this, that situation is itself not set in stone, if you like. It's, it's currently the subject of a lot of interrogation, debate, questioning. And I think the present government in the UK seems to me to have at least uh, facilitated that kind of questioning by itself uh, very early on after it was elected, indicating an interest in trying to open up processes like this a little more. So there seems to me to be more fluidity about the system now, more willingness to think about possible new ways of, of, of gaining greater transparency, greater openness, more consultation. I don't think we've yet learnt very much about how you do it, and I think we're very, very groping as a culture because we have so few traditions of public consultation, really, apart from issuing of green papers to call on. Mm. Um, but it seems to me that for that reason we're living in very interesting times for this kind of thing, and there's quite a lot to be played for and potentially won in terms of building more open and more, if you like, more democratic systems of... of discussion and decision-making. John's absolutely right. I mean, it's, it's not all bad news. There has been a sort of a cautious toe in the water over the last two or three years, perhaps even a little longer than that, because the, the crisis around um, risk management is not new, um, and that is the, 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 the development of new social institutions, consensus fora, um, citizens' juries. I mean, these sorts of things are... New social institutions, well developed in other countries, but those other countries have got a very deep democratic tradition. Now, apart from this sort of um, occasional voting every five years or so, um, and, a, and a very weak local government structure, I mean, Britain has not got a very robust democratic tradition. I mean, it's very strange to say that because it's a very old democracy, but it's not got a very deep local democratic tradition and you can see in a variety of institutions a sort of longing to democratise from below which is very encouraging and this is part of this and these would be about producing no, new social institutions you can see this in a whole range of of things like, for example, or oh, I don't know, the institutions around disability have been much more reclaimed by people with the disability than managed for them compassionately by people without. Um, we're talking here about institutional change, um, but I wonder how much, if I could take an alternative view, that people still want experts. They don't necessarily want to be involved in, in discussing matters... Uh, um, as, as perhaps their food or whatever, they want to be able to just pick the thing, think up and go back or go to a situation. In fact, maybe we haven't gone from a situation where anything was taken for granted, but actually that's something that we desire. We want to be able to take things for granted. Isn't, isn't, aren't we, many of us, I speak personally now, uh, we want two things here, don't we? I mean, we do want quite a lot of things that are necessary to how we live to be taken care of for us. I mean, we can't all pay attention to everything all the time. But I think we also need quite a lot of confidence in the way it's being taken care of and the knowledge all the time that if we should have ever really become rather unhappy about this for any reason, we would know how we could go and register our uh, dislike of it or make a difference. In other words, accountability from the people who are being given delegated authority is also important. And I, I think at the moment... What I feel, and I sense around this table we're tending to agree, is that we, ha we haven't quite got right in Britain 
at the moment, and who can say that any culture necessarily has, by the way, but we certainly haven't quite got right the balance between delegated authority to other people and personal responsibility and the sense of accountabilities and trust that will allow you to sustain in a complex society a healthy mix between the two. Finally, on institutional change, Hillary mentioned uh, earlier the the relationship between natural and, and social sciences, and I wonder perhaps we could finish just thinking very briefly about the the role perhaps of, of social science in this in actually not ignoring questions of the natural and social but getting involved. Well, I, I have a brief answer to that, which might be useful. <laughs> uh, it seems to me that the, the starting point in the area of risk is to acknowledge that it is by its very nature a concept which needs interdisciplinary approaches. And I don't just mean multidisciplinary, but interdisciplinary approaches. Any notion that you could give an adequate treatment to something like risk by staying exclusively within the domain of the natural sciences or the domain of technology, or for that matter, exclusively in the domain of the social sciences, I think is doomed. We're bound to need interdisciplinarity. And again, we're not that good at it. I've always seen um, the social sciences as basically moral sciences, and as very deeply engaged with trying to strengthen um, society, and for me that's particularly civic society, civil society. Um, and that means that the other area that I'm tremendously interested in is, is how do we help work with and strengthen um, groups that are on the sharp end of risk um, so that they can actually better articulate their concerns about risk and indeed in some cases, I mean, actually intervening strongly into a debate so that they can actually secure a less risky outcome. Well, I think we've covered a huge area from knowing risk to uncertainty and expertise to, to thinking about a trust. Ways of thinking about how social sciences can, can contribute both in terms of engaging with other colleagues in perhaps other disciplines but also engaging with interest groups, political groups and so on. Perhaps groups that have actually been more successful than most academics in, in dealing with risk in actually understanding and working in, and living in a risky world but in, in ways that are, are more beneficial. So it just remains for me to say... John Durant, Professor of the Public Understanding of Science at Imperial College. Hilary Rose, Professor of Sociology at City University London. Thank you very much. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.